Hey, this is Ollie, and welcome to the Private Members Podcast for the Body Reset. This podcast has been built to help build the skill set of health so you're equipped with the skills to navigate life in a body that never holds you back. I'm going to walk you through some of the core concepts, beliefs, and strategies we use in the Body Reset coaching system to help transform your body, upgrade your energy, and dive deeper into understanding long-term health and performance. Let's find that first domino. What I want to dive into today, guys, is how to stay motivated. There are so many tools and tactics that are thrown around around motivation, but I want to really break this down into some simple habits that we install and we communicate to all of our clients to really make sure that we solidify this forever, right? Motivation is not a good long-term strategy by itself. We need to understand the balance of both motivation and ability, and we're going to dive into that strategy and that structure to make sure this is something that we can install not just into the good week, right, when everything's going well, but also the really busy week when we've got so much on that we just can't take the step or the time to slow down. And when we can make these adjustments to make sure that when it's health that we're trying to stay motivated to try and improve, whether it be the nutritional changes or adding exercise in or whatever it might be, this can be a really, really beneficial strategy in breaking it down enough that you can do it every day. Like I said, motivation is not a good strategy long-term. So installing this in a way that we look at the bigger impact it has or the behavior habits that we need to install to make sure that we're not in this all or nothing state, it makes a really big difference. And what I mean by that is we have so many people in our program and you might be one of them is coming in with the psychology all or nothing we either follow the plan 100% or life gets busy and we completely do nothing right we're either all in or we're all out and this is what really gets in the way the most right what about being a little bit in the whole time right I would much rather you be 50% in 100% of the time rather than 120% in once and this is really where the psychology comes from okay uh, another way to walk you through this process is in a quick analogy that we tend to use a lot and this is through simply my observation of the health and fitness industry as a whole is we tend to come in we lock a nutrition plan in we nail it for two weeks and then when life gets busy we plummet back down to baseline or below baseline to try catch up and this is the whole rubber band effect as soon as we're told that we can't eat something we we hold off and we hold off and we continue to fantasize about that food and we finally give in and we eat the whole pantry <laughs> right maybe sounds familiar i know it does for me <laughs> so taking the time to rebuild the strategy and honestly how our entire meta project program has been built is simply around the idea of building this structure up in steps making sure that we can install one habit of time to make sure the overall trajectory long term is really uh, in the right direction right the really really key part of this is making sure that we nail step one and then we nail step two and then three and then four and at each point in this process we build a new baseline which means that as soon as we have that busy week we only drop down to that new baseline we don't plummet towards the floor like we did before so when we can look at this and start to question this all or nothing attitude especially when it's, it's really, really hard to do when we're in a position of achieving success in sports when we were younger or how it's got to us to a certain level of success in work or whatever it might be for you. It's really something that we need to rewrite because what used to work does not work now. And especially when we're working with a new body and new biology, as we tip over 40 or 50, we need to understand that those small little steps work a hell of a lot better than one massive shift. Because when we try to change everything all at once, it's actually more of a stress to the body than being helpful and a lot of times it can actually be detrimental right so when we break this down we need to understand one really important part here 
which is how we actually structure our day and how we approach what that looks like. Because when we really break it down and we take the time to plan ahead, there should only be one to three things in your day that's really in this category, right? One to three, which means what are the one to three things that really are going to move me forward, move my business forward, make me feel productive today, whatever that might be, right? Whether that's home or work. And this is for the highest performers in the world. So if you feel that you're too busy or too important for this, you're wrong, right? Taking this down to moving you forward regardless of the size of your company, your work, your business, whatever. Now, this is a really, really important part. Now, all the other stuff that we tend to stress out, 90% of the time it's in this category, right? It's really urgent. We've got that next notification. We've got the new email. We've got something to be requested by 5 p.m. But really, if we step back, it's not something that is that important. Nobody's going to die from that decision not being made today, right? And this really fills up our day where we just have so much stimulus, so much going on that we're ultimately so overwhelmed with the noise that we can really never get the things done. Now, the really big problem with this, other than simply completely killing your productivity, is the fact that we miss out on this category, right? The stuff that's not shouting at us, but really, really needs to be part of our day, right? It's the important stuff that just does not get done, all right? When we can take the time to lock this into finding out what's in this category, the first thing that I think of in this category for most of us is health, right? The one thing that we know is important, but always gets missed off the list. If this is you, just comment below me, right? It's, it's certainly being me many times, right? So that this is not intended to be a productivity training, but really ultimately it becomes one. When we've got so much on our plate, we miss the things that really move us forward, either in a professional setting or personal. And most important, we miss the non-urgent, but really, really important stuff like our health. And the, the problem with this is first we get the tickle, right? Oh, we kind of need to get this sorted. I feel a bit of a tweak in my back and my energy's a little bit low. Then we, if we still ignore it, we get the whack, and we go to the doctor and they tell us that we need to lose weight or we get given a medication or our blood work's not where it should be. And if we continue to ignore it, we get the full-blown truck, right? This is where we get the bad news from the doctor. Our back completely blows out. We need to go in for surgery or we get something more serious, right? And that sequence of events has unfortunately become so much more common simply because all of us are focusing on all of this urgent stuff that is just creating so much noise in our day that we're not taking the time to fit our health back in. So although this is a motivation conversation, it needs to really come from where is that motivation coming from? Because if we're so used to this coming from an external place, we're always motivated by deadlines and by emails and requests and everything externally from us, that when we can take the time to really bring in intrinsic motivation, we start to really find that this becomes Inward, right? So there's a really, really big difference between external notification, i.e. the YouTube clip or the this talk or your boss telling you need to get it done by 5 p.m. versus making sure that I want to do that for me. This is something that's important to me, intrinsic motivation. And that's really where that first part of the puzzle needs to be broken down, right? So we start to look at the bigger picture of how we set up our day to make sure we can move forward. So when we're really looking at this, one of the big issues in today's society is that we have so much going, well, not issues, just simply what's true, right? What's going on is we have all of this stuff, right? Life, admin, work, kids, family, whatever fills up all of that area, which means that we really only have 5% of our day or less to really work with, right? So the goal is to get an idea of how can we be as effective as possible with that 5%, right? With that ability to actually move forward, this might only be 5% of our day, 
All right, so really it's getting clear on what is going to fill that because if we're trying to get really motivated to add in an hour and a half run or we nail all of our meals for the week and we've gone from zero workouts to five, that might work for a week and then we fall back into reality because we've got all of these things that catch up. So we've got to get an idea of how we can fill that 1% or that 5% best, right? I'm going to go one five because it really depends. So understanding what we're going to fill that with allows us to make sure we can move forward and build that next step. Right now, there's so many things that we could add in, right? If we're trying to improve exercise, we could be adding in our walks, we could be doing our stretching, we could take our supplements, we could make sure that we go for a run every morning, we could go swimming, we could whatever, right? We could hire a PT. There's all of the stuff that we could do, or that the best, the, the worst word to use is should do, right? And we've got all of these strategies, right? And this is the issue with motivation is we're never short of information. But the problem is it's not about the information that allows us to move forward. It's about the action and what one of those steps are you going to really put in place. So this is a strategy that really allows us to dive deeper into finding the balance between two key areas as of how we can make motivation last long term. And this was inspired by BJ Fogg, uh, who wrote the book Tiny Habits. Really, really good place to start to really find a balance between motivation and ability. Now, a really good analogy that he uses in the book is trying to understand one very clear thing, which is if we have scrolling in bed, right? Let's use that in his example. We want to stop scrolling in bed because it's wasting our morning and we want to get up early so we can get that morning walk in. We want to start doing the exercise, right? The issue with this is the motivation might be quite high because we have all these notifications coming through on our phone or you know, tech companies have designed apps to be really, really addictive, right? So we know that that's part of that. The motivation for that might be really high. But the issue here is not the motivation itself, which is something we maybe can't control at a certain level, it's the fact that we have the phone in our room and we have it on our bedside table. So we simply have to roll over and pick it up, right? Really not hard to do, which means it's really easy to do. The ability to do it is really, really uh, high. So if we want to stop that task or we want to improve our ability to uh, get up in the morning and not scroll, then the big thing that we need to work on here is not necessarily decreasing the motivation, which might not change overnight, but simply or having the discipline, the willpower to just stop doing it because we know that that doesn't last long term, the goal is how can we reduce the ability? Now, the option of that could be, well, how about we go back to using an alarm here, right, in the morning, and we leave the phone out of the bed, out of the bedroom, right? So what we're doing is we haven't changed the motivation. It's still motivating to pick up the phone, and we don't need a lot of discipline to do it. But what we do, what we can do is decrease the ability or make it harder to do. Right. The alternative to this that we could really look at is understanding if we wanted to Im improve an activity, i.e. exercise in our day, rather than focusing on the next workout plan or the next thing that we can do that's an hour and a half long, how could we simply make it easier and a higher ability or probability of us doing it. Our motivation for exercise might be really high or it might be very low, but the goal here is the ability to improve it might be before we sit down in front of the TV at the end of the day, we make sure that we go to the gym first, right? So what we have is we've set up a, a this, then that situation where it's basically adding the nudges into our day, right? One of the biggest things I talk to our clients about all the time is we need to be reminded more than we need to be taught. We know we should be doing things, right? That word again. It's not about what we, we 
need to know. It's about what we need to act on. And when we go through the day with so much noise, so much stimulus, so much going on, then we find it really, really hard to anchor in those steps. A really simple analogy for me of this motivation continuum is I'm, I'm really motivated to uh, make sure I hydrate because I know it's really, really helpful for brain function, joint function, and everything in between because it's 70% water. But I find it really, really hard to do and I always forget to, to get in three, four liters a day. So my simple strategy there wasn't like, I'm going to be more disciplined and have more willpower to drink more water. It was silly. It's, I'm flat out, I've got a lot going on. So I just buy a really big bottle and make sure I finish it before the end of the day. So it's a two liter bottle. I have another liter bottle that I, I use when I work out or go for a walk or something, which means there's my three liters of the day before I've even had to think about it. It's just there on my table when I work my way through it, right? If I was to do it again, I'd probably get a clear one so I can see how far down I've gone. I'm kind of guessing all of it. But you can see the overall goal of how can I make the actual activity easier so that the ability, I've moved down the ability continuum further rather than needing more willpower to do it, okay? I hope that makes a ton of sense. And we use a ton of strategies like this, nutrition, training, better sleep, quality, better structure with our clients every single day. It's not about knowing what to do, it's what actually applies into every day. It's not about having the perfect workout plan, the perfect nutrition plan, because it does not matter unless it's something you're actually doing and implementing every day. If you just do it for a week, it won't make a difference. If you do it for six months, it's going to make a huge difference to how you look and feel. All right, so that's really our thought process around that. So really the goal with this over time team is we all know that, well, let's put it this way. If you did the same thing that you knew was working for five years, you would be confident that would actually achieve the result. But the issue is that we continue to repeat the same 90-day cycle over and over again, meaning we're onto a good thing, it falls off track, and then we restart, which means we never actually move forward, right? So the issue with this is that over time, we never have any sort of consistency. So we tend to you know, get onto a good thing, drop down, get onto a good thing, drop down, get onto a good thing, drop down. So the overall trajectory of this is tends, tends to be downward, right? Whereas if we simply took the time to focus on ability and the next action and really build from there, we can simply have these little action steps up this way to make sure we can really build long term. Now, the difference between this over the course of six months, five years, whatever it might be, is a drastic difference in how you look and feel. But the effort required, ironically, for step one here, where we dip and dive the whole time, is significantly higher than simply installing the habits over time. So rather than glorifying hard work and willpower and making it really hard for yourself, just focus on breaking it down into those steps the whole way up until we get to the desired result. Once we get to these steps at every point in this journey, we start to build a new baseline. We start to build a new identity. We start to integrate this into just who we are, which means that we it's no longer requiring effort. It's no longer requiring discipline. It just allows us to look good, feel good, show up the way we want to, integrate in with our family, our work, all of the things we need to do because we're looking at the bigger picture of why we're doing in the first place, right? This is not something we have to do. It's something we should want to do. Should, the word I used again. Taking the time to break this down into a source of fuel, a source of energy that allows us to get more out of every day. So that's my two cents on motivation, on how to make sure this actually lasts long-term. 
is realizing that you're looking at this through a small window or possibly even a finite window. If we extend this to look at ability being a big part of how often or how likely this is to occur over time and then extending the goalposts that we have more of an infinite mindset around this being who we are and how we act out on a day-to-day -day basis as opposed to a short-term let's nail this for two weeks and fix the last 20 years it starts to make a really big difference. We stop having the should-haves. We stop telling ourselves off. We have a better relationship with our body in every day because it becomes part of the everyday habits we put in place because rather than the outcome. We start to enjoy the process for the sake of the process as opposed to the external result. We enjoy the process so much more and ironically, we're more likely to achieve the external result in the uh, at the end anyway okay so hopefully that was helpful hopefully that was a reshaping of thought process around how i think about motivation how we've designed our entire program and if we can help you through that more i'd love to have this conversation with you but hopefully that highlights a couple of small steps for you to start hope you have an incredible day guys anything i can help with please reach out uh, either on instagram or on the facebook group i can message you directly and have a chat uh, hopefully that was insightful as a nice starting point see ya bye